I wasn't sure if I was going to say it, but I was like, oh, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but any woman listening is going to be able to fucking relate to that. Yeah, I know. Hi, and welcome to the second episode of Swearing Through Our 20s. Uh, last week, we forgot to include our preferred pronouns. So my name is Paige, um, and my preferred pronoun is she, her. Hi, I'm Fiona, and my preferred pronouns are she and her. Okay, so before we get deep into the second episode, we want to do our weekly land acknowledgement. So this podcast is recorded on the traditional and unceded territory of the Algonquin Anishinaabe and the Kanyan Kehaka people. Uh, apologies if I, I mispronounced anything there. Okay, so we have a kind of really fun episode I think it's going to be uh, today. So we're diving into kind of everything summer. Um, but before we get into it, um, I just want to do like a quick little catch up. So Fiona, how, how has your week been? And if you can, give me like one high and one low of your week. Yeah, my week's been good. Um, it's been pretty uneventful, actually. Um, I've just been hanging out, working out, uh, doing training with Guinness. That's the name of my dog, actually. I don't know if we mentioned that last episode. So I have a German Shepherd, um, and his name is Guinness. He's named after the beer. He's the dog ever. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty cute. Um <laughs> Not anymore, though. He's, like, less of a puppy now. Like, he re- he's really starting to look like an adult, I find. Yeah, but he's he's still adorable. Yeah. He's also, he's bicolored. He's not, like, black and tan. So he's, like, almost all black, but then he's got tan on his paws. Um, and his mom was a sable, so he's got, like, gray, kind of on his back. Like, a bit of, like, a gray yeah, undercoat. Yeah, like silver, yeah. Yeah, silvery. Yeah, that's the better word. Um, yeah, he's really good looking. Um, actually, uh, shameless plug, we started an Instagram, so actually we should probably post a photo of him on there. Yeah, we should. We could post a photo. We should post the photo of the three of us. That is very cute. Which one is that? Of us at the experimental farm. Oh, okay. The garden. Yay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not the garden, but the, yeah, experimental. The garden. (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, um... Yeah, but that's pretty much been my week. You know, it is technically summer because I'm a student, so uh, I've been off for over a month now. Um, and I'm not really doing anything, so pretty uneventful week. Um, high, okay, I'll give you my highs. My high, my one high. Um, also, these are very Guinness-related because I don't... We're in a pandemic, so obviously we're not really doing that much, so everything's going to probably be really Guinness-related, and everyone's going to be like, oh my god, she needs to get a life. She's like, only talks about her dog. Even it's if like, we weren't in a pandemic, yeah, I mean, it would be, be so case. acceptable for it to be all in the Guinness-related because... Yeah, he takes up, like... He's, like, All legit, my time. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, okay, so my, my... Well, should I start with my low, I guess? So I can end on a positive note. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So my low this week is actually, um, I have like a dog account for uh, Guinness on Instagram where I follow a bunch of dog trainers and dog accounts. And I, uh, and my breeder, the breeder that uh, bred Guinness. And I, so I follow her and she sh- reshared like a post from another dog account from one of the dogs she bred who is younger than Guinness, which just seems crazy to me. But this dog was born 
in October. Yeah, she's Guinness female. isn't even a year old. No, he was born in July of 2020. Um, so he's almost a year old. And so I watched the, it was a video, and so I watched it, and this dog is really well-trained, actually. They're doing a great job with her. But it made me feel so bad about myself, because I was like, oh my god, I'm such a bad owner. Like, he can't do this. It was like a video where, basically, they threw this toy, um, this dog is very toy-motivated, whereas, like, Guinness is very food-motivated. So they threw this dog's toy, and then, you know, stay. So the dog, like, watches it like go flying and is like looking at the owner looking at the toy looking at the owner looking at the toy and then the owner is slowly backing up walking away from the dog in the opposite direction and then it's like come and the dog went comes sits down and then they release it so it could go get the toy and like Guinness can't do that I tried it with food he did it inside the house so not in the lawn so I'm like put the food down stay leave it he doesn't go to it and then I go in the other direction and I'm like come he looks at me, and he goes straight to the kibble. And he's like, <laughs> screw you. Like, gives me the middle finger. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so it made me feel really, like, down about my success as an owner and training him and things like that. So that was my biggest low because it made me very insecure about his progress. Um, but then I will say my high with him this week was I took him swimming for the very first time. I didn't think I was going to end up getting in the water, uh, so I just wore, like, shorts, and then turns out I ended up, like, waist-deep in the water <laughs> teaching him how to swim. Um, but it's so funny because the first time he went in, he, he, like, didn't understand, so he, he was jumping, like, leaping through the water, but then he got to the point, because we threw a toy in, got to the point where he, then he wouldn't touch the bottom with his head <laughs> out of the water. So he was, like, jumping, jumping, jumping like a kangaroo or something, then suddenly, boom, and he goes straight under, head under, and he, like, comes up, and he's, like, <sighs> like, breathing water in, and he's snorting and all this, and he's panicking, like, he's panicked, and he did it once more. This is the high of the week, your dog almost drowned. No, 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 he didn't almost drown. he didn't almost drown. because then, but the thing was, so, right, a lot of dogs, if that happens to them, they're, like, scarred, and they're, like, I'm not going back in that water, like, that water is scary. He immediately came back in and got the toy, and I was showing him how to paddle, and, like, he only did that one more time where he was like jumping and he like went under but I was right there so he scratched up my legs real bad actually but um no it was great it's like this really rich neighborhood where we went where he could go and it's actually um people were like paddle boarding there they bring their own paddle boards and they like launch from there and so there were all these kids paddle boarding there was a couple other dogs sunny out is beautiful I was in the water even though I was in my clothes and like Guinness was swimming and no it was it was great it was a really good um good moment from the week so that was probably my high yeah that's good yeah my week like? honestly has been pretty good it was kind of hard picking a high to be honest like one high oh. so i'm gonna say two <laughs> um, okay <laughs> so first one is i'm officially have my first dose of the covid vaccine so i'm like Oh, vaccinated yeah. so in Canada we're really lucky honestly like already people in their 20s are, are being vaccinated and you know we should be getting our second dose later in the summer so all very positive all very kind of looking like there might actually be a light at the end of this tunnel that has been this crazy year and a half and then the other thing that I wanted to kind of just touch on that I've like recently taken up longboarding so I took it I ordered a longboard when I was in Ottawa and I like practiced when I was in Ottawa because I would have 0% started like in Montreal. There's like no hell, no way, no way in hell that I was going to be able to do that. 
Um, but yeah, so I went longboarding this past week and I found like, and I go during a weekday because on the weekends where I live, I live near bike path and a canal and it's just so busy. And I just am like stopping constantly just like, okay, let all these bikes go by me. Like, you know, um, so I go during the weekday and I found like such a sweet spot to longboard because it's kind of in old Montreal area, which if you know, Montreal at all you would think okay old Montreal like cobblestones like that doesn't exactly sound very good for longboarding but there's actually like right by the water there's um essentially a road that isn't cobblestone but it's for pedestrians and like some bikes and stuff and during the week it's super quiet but it's wide and well paved and it was just like super nice so that was really fun um, so that was definitely a high. And then I would say overall my low for the week was like, I don't know why, but I've had so much trouble falling asleep this past week. Um, to the point where like I was seeing 1am, 2am, like, and I usually like have no issues falling asleep. I don't know if it's just because it's getting hotter, um, and like humid and stuff, but I don't know. Like my brain also just could not shut off. So I was having trouble falling asleep, which is like no fun. Um, and impacted me specifically Thursday. Like I was feeling like a lot lower in mood and energy and just like not motivated to do anything. Um, and it was because I was like, hadn't slept well. So I would say that was a low. Um, yeah, I actually do. Yeah. Go Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I haven't told Fiona this story. It's actually from like a week ago. So I, it's like kind of funny because it's kind of classic page. Like, honestly, um so okay so Fiona so I I go to cross like I you know obviously know that I go to CrossFit mm-hmm. there's this gym and we're doing right now because the gyms inside aren't open because of COVID you can train outdoors so the owner of the gym like has like he he has classes that that are run outside and I usually go I used to go super super frequently but right now I'm just kind of going once a week on the weekends um and so anyway so I go to this class it's on like Saturday it's like at noon and usually I have to say like I'm one of the like youngest people there like there are young individuals but definitely maybe like late 20s early 30s and like even at that or older than that yeah yeah so but this noon class for some reason it was like full of like quite young individuals And, like, a lot of new faces that I had never... And I've been at this gym for, like, two years now. So a lot of new faces that I had never seen before. And, like, you know, the owner was, like, talking to me. Like, it made me feel, like, super cool because it made me feel, like, regular. Um, (laughs) But essentially, okay. And then there's just... And then there's this new guy that, like, rocks up. And I'm just like, okay. Rocks up? uh, It's like an Aussie term, I guess. Oh, my God. Okay, I was like, what the fuck does that mean? That showed up. He just, like, came. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. By the way, Paige is obsessed with Australian YouTubers, so... For some I reason, now she's starting to use Australian <laughs> slang. I no, I thought that was a CrossFit term. I was like, "What the fuck <sighs> does that mean?" You, he rocked up. Okay, yeah. go, go ahead, continue. So this <laughs> man, this young guy, rocked yeah. up. Yeah, continue. So he, he shows up, and like he's new, and he's attractive. Yeah. Okay. Um. And fucking hell, Paige. Like I'm like, and I like, you know, I'm feeling pretty good because I'm like. I know CrossFit, I know what I'm doing, like, you know, I'm not, like, that great of a CrossFitter, but I'm decently fit, so I, like, I know what I'm doing. 
But then, fucking hell, it's, like, hot out. And so I'm, like, opening my water bottle, and I'm, like, drinking water. (laughs) And (laughs) I spilled it all on my front. (laughs) (laughs) Did you, like, miss the bottle? Like, I, no, it's, like, it, like, I'm Butterfingers, so I was, like, opening it, I was, like, opening it, and it just kind of, like, spills everywhere, (laughs) basically... Did anybody see? Did he see? I I I mean, you know me, I make a fucking noise every time something happens, so... (laughs) Did everyone turn and look at you? Yeah, well, then... Sorry, I shouldn't say names. The owner of the gym... we'll bleep that. Okay, yeah, the owner of the gym was, like... Is that water? Like, what? Okay, what else would it be? Like, what else would it be? <laughs> yes, that's water. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. Because some of it spilled on the mat. I guess he was worried about that. <laughs> Anyways, but then, like, honestly, and I'm wearing, like, this tank top, and it's, like, a dark blue. But now, like, essentially, like, one of my entire, like, boobs is just wet. <laughs> so, I... You know, and there's like this new attractive guy in the class, and there I am with just like spilt so water yeah. everywhere. Thankfully, it was hot, so it dried pretty quickly. But uh, <laughs> yeah, what do you the owner asked you if that was water? What do you think? I don't know. Like, like, what do you think? This is not juice or something like sticky and gross, or like. Well, did he think you peed or something? It was on my chest, Fiona. <laughs> well, no, but if you didn't see that part, like he uh, saw it on the back. Oh, okay. No, he saw me spill it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I he know saw me spill it. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, so that was embarrassing. Did you say hi to him? No, I mean I said uh, no. And we were like, no. I like smiled, and then like when you say bye, you say bye to everyone. It's like the CrossFit thing to do. You. Like, Anyways, uh, interesting weeks. Okay, so now what I, we want to move on to is another segment that we kind of want to start incorporating every now and then. Um, so essentially, it's just like Rex. So recommendations, but we're cool. So we call it Rex. Oh my God, <laughs> don't say that. We're cool. So we say Rex? Good God. <laughs> you know, we're not that was cool. like the most uncool thing I've ever heard. <laughs> we're Jesus. We're not cool. <laughs> anything it could be another podcast it could be a tv show book music can you start i'm still laughing at that oh my god you start um a couple of my recs for the week um every time you say it now it's like god are honestly like kind of on par with like what we're going to be talking about so, okay, so one of my, I have a couple racks, I have a few. So, um, one of I was like, like, keep it to one or two, Paige. It was, it was like, <laughs> she's like, I have a few. I'm like, do one high and one low. Paige's like, I have two highs. <laughs> Good God. Okay, go on. Um, so, okay, so music-wise, I have been playing Melodrama by Lord on repeat. It's old, I know, but. You got that from me. Really? I was listening my- to that nonstop when, right before you left. Or last week, the weekend you were here. Oh. Maybe. I don't know, because, like, the other one is the Olivia Rodrigo album. Yeah, Those two I've been playing nonstop. They're very similar. Yeah, well, but that's really, why I'm... But... Yeah, but, like, she gives me Lord vibes. 
Yeah, but her inspirations are Lord and Taylor Swift. So there like, there you go. Yeah. Okay, so that's music. Yeah. Um, a book that I read, I finished it a couple weeks ago. Um, called the Fuck It Diet. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's really good. Basically about because you know diet culture nowadays is super shitty, and there's so much pressure to eat clean and I'm doing air quotes because all of this is bullshit it's really good for anyone that has had or has a not great relationship with food or is suffering from disordered disordered eating specifically not like you know a a, a large not a more serious eating disorder this book obviously can't help cure that Uh, but disordered eating it definitely gives a different kind of light on food Mm -hmm. and, and a relationship with food so it's very good I'd highly recommend Okay. And then the other, um, my last wreck is actually a person. So she was on a podcast that I listened to. Her name's Katie Storino. Um, so again, she is a plus size woman. She's like an influencer, I guess, kind of. I don't know. Uh, she just came out with a book called Body Talk. I don't own it. I haven't read it. But essentially, she's all about kind of that body positivity movement and stuff, which I know that there's like some controversy around like that whole term and stuff like that but um she does on her instagram so for example she if there's someone that is wearing like she'll do out she'll remake or like outfits of essentially like celebrities or famous people but do it and show it that like plus size women or large women in larger bodies can also wear all of these same things and she's also just absolutely hilarious like she's really funny so Yeah, I would just go follow her, listen to, I mean, I'll say the podcast, it's Girls Gotta Eat, um, and Kate Estrino was the the guest, um, and it's a good one. Um, I don't have as many wrecks as Paige does. (laughs) Oh my god, okay. Sorry, she just sipped water and she almost spat it out. Um, So, well, mine was going to be sour, too. I was going to include that, because I've been listening to that pretty much nonstop since it came out. I was waiting, I knew it was coming out, because I just fell in love with, as almost everyone else did, with her after driver's license. I already knew about her, though. (laughs) I'm going to be one of those basic people that's like, (laughs) I already knew about someone before everyone else did. No, I, I had, I remember when we were in Morocco, I was, like, keeping up to date on the high school High school, high school musical, the musical, the series. Um, I had seen some stuff on YouTube or Tumblr or something, and so I was like sort of up to date on it in Morocco and stuff. So anyway, I'll just say it's a really good album. Um, uh, she is obviously going to be in the uh, pop culture realm for a very long time, um, and she's very talented, so that's great. And um, okay, well, my other recommendation was a TV show that I actually just started last night. Um, so I'm not all the way through the first season, and the second season is going to come out in July. Uh, but it's Ted Lasso. Have you seen that? No, mom and dad were telling me about it last night. Yes. Oh my gosh, okay. (laughs) This show is incredible. So it's based on this commercial that will slash SNL skit that they did like way back when NBC Sports originally got the broadcasting rights to the Premier League. And so for anyone who's listening that doesn't know, Paige and I, we were competitive soccer players, but um, obsessed with watching football. Like, love the Premier League. Uh, My dad was a man, our our dad was a Man U fan, so we're is Man, a Man U, U fans. Fan. Is a Man U, yeah. yeah. But he's always soft on Liverpool for yeah. some reason, and I'm like, well, okay. mm, you're kind of a traitor right now. Yeah. Anyway, basically, then the sh- what the premise of the show is that this uh, college American football coach 
gets hired to manage a Premier League team, even though he's never coached football, like real football. And so um, it's kind of like a silly premise uh, based off of like the commercial they did way back in like 2011 or something. But they've made the show like really wholesome and it's all about community and it's very like it doesn't do horrible stereotypes like, I know we kind of talked about that last week with Modern Family, and I was like, I don't really like that. Like, it's not that funny. This is great because there's so much character development. So, like, even though the characters at first, there is some, like, they're stereotyping with them, they really, like, they'll start hinting at other things, like complexities within each character, and then you'll start seeing it more and more, and it gets, like, broken down, and then, right, like, you, you just, these, these characters are just so complex, and there's so much happening in their lives, but, like, the main character, Ted Lasso, he's just so positive, and he's such a, um, he just supports them unbelievably and knows really well how to coach these people to bring the best out of them and just to foster that kind of thing it's just so wholesome and it's like I love it and I you know I think it's funnier just because we do know the Premier League so we do obviously know this stuff I don't know if someone who was watching it and knew nothing about soccer or football would find it as funny I'm not sure because we're we kind of know the culture with that um but it's so good it's so good I highly highly recommend it um and they've got some really good female characters in it too like this I love that boss this fucking (laughs) boss of um she owns the club like she got it from a divorce from her husband that had been cheating on her so she gets the club and like originally she's so angry at her husband the the idea is like she wants to she hires ted because she actually wants to ruin the club because it's the only thing her husband ever loved but then she's like slowly like her walls are coming down and she ted is so nice and so she's like slowly starting to like maybe i think change her mind about it um you want to get back yeah. to your husband. You want to have a super successful league and team that he gets zero part in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> zero and, of the proceeds. Oh, my God. And also, he just showed up in one of the episodes, the husband. He's such a dick. Oh, my God. Yeah. I have never seen someone so awful. Oh, like, he's reprehensible. But um, even some of the really annoying characters, like, there's this one guy, this one football player. Oh, my God, Paige. The first episode, he's, like, so they're, like, getting out of their gear after practice and so they're getting back into their normal clothes in the locker room and he's i swear to you Paige, she's wearing like a floral jumpsuit kind of, uh, not jumpsuit like tracksuit and he's got like um a, a fanny pack like and i think it says like econ on it I, I swear to you i think i've seen jesse lingard wear this really or like <laughs> I, like it, it was it was perfect it was absolute perfection it was like oh my god they probably just got that off of some player like it was yeah oh. y'all were like such loud well yeah. some of them can wear such some loud of them outfits. do yeah. and they have this one character that's like the older guy but he's this like angry english folk that's like so mad all the time and he's the captain of the team and he he, he would never be caught wearing that dead or anything he kind of reminds me of like an eric cantona character mm-hmm. um but he's actually like great and he's like so nice and he's like anyway it's great you guys really should watch it it's really heartwarming and wholesome and uh it'll make you feel better so yeah recommend that that. yeah okay great okay so before we move on we're just gonna take a quick break so that i can get more water um and then we'll be back
Last month in Canada, the remains of 215 children were found at the site of a former residential school in Kamloops, British Columbia. The discovery of more unmarked graves will almost certainly continue. The Truth and Reconciliation Commission found that Canada is guilty of committing cultural genocide against Indigenous peoples. Page and I believe that should be revised to genocide. The foundation of this country is based on occupation and institutional oppression. The topic for this episode is summer, which is often considered to start on July 1st, Canada Day. However, this Canada Day and the ones in years to come cannot be considered a day of celebration. July 1st represents a day where white settlers gain control of governing and facilitating institutional racism. Now, some people may say that Canada Day can be celebrated for the multicultural mosaic that supposedly defines this country. Well, Salman Afsal, his wife Madia, his daughter Yamna, and his mother Talat, who were murdered in a terrorist attack this week in London, Ontario, for their Islamic faith, will not be able to. This terrorist attack cannot be something that shocks Canadians because another Islamophobic terrorist attack happened in Quebec City in 2017. These events cannot be dismissed as shocking or unexpected. Canada's continued racism and systematic oppression of Indigenous peoples that is extended to black and brown settlers cannot be dismissed as in the past or as random occurrences. As white settlers, Paige and I feel enormous anger and guilt at what our ancestors and ourselves are culpable for. That is perpetuating a society built on hate, racism, and xenophobia. We are truly sorry. Paige and I are working to educate ourselves dismantle our inherent biases, and challenge fellow white settlers' imperialist and or racist thinking in order to work towards some form of conciliation. Okay, and we are back. So now we're going to kind of get into the bigger, I would say, bulk of what we really want to talk about, which is like summertime and all the good and the bad that can come with summer. Um, because... Here in North America and in Canada, we are now entering summer. So the first thing I think that would be kind of start us off on a lighter note, I guess, would be kind of like favorite summer memories. So Fiona, do you have like anything that really stands out to you from past summers that you just absolutely love and that makes you love summer? Okay, well, for me, I mean, I really like, I really, we used to rent a cottage, and I really liked doing that. That was fun. We got to go swimming. It was super deep. There was a rock slash, like, diving board you could kind of jump off of. I loved doing that. We would go with our dog, our family dog, Bartley. He was a lab, so we loved to swim, and we would just play cards and eat junk food and get a bunch of good food and bread and, oh, my God, you had kibong. The chocolate milk. Yes, there's this chocolate milk in Quebec called Kibon. If you guys ever go to Quebec, get it. It is like the best chocolate milk ever. Imagine now I can't drink it because I'm, I think I'm <laughs> lactose intolerant. So I would probably just suffer the consequences and still have it. It's that good. So we'd always get that and uh, watch movies. We'd always do movies. And they this, this cottage we rented always had uh, cassettes. And we would watch Dr. Doolittle all the time, every time we went up. And that's literally the... F- Probably has one of the funniest... I just watched it recently, actually, with mom and dad. It has probably one of the funniest scenes ever where the dog goes to the vet and has to get its temperature checked with a thermometer. 
Yeah. And the vet puts it up its butt. And then he walks away. And the dog swallows the thermometer. Yeah. And so the dog, the vet, has to get it out, man. But it's, it's also funnier because the dog is talking and yes. Dr. Doolittle, like, can hear him. So yeah. the dog's like, oh, oh, or yeah. something like that. I don't remember yeah. exactly. But the dog's What's he doing near my butt? What's he doing near my butt? <laughs> yeah. I'm about to swallow this thermometer. Yeah. And it's in. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and then he, like, leaves the vet. And he's like, his paws. Anyway, like, you should watch it. It's on YouTube. It's so funny. Um, yeah, so, you know what? That's probably what has made me love summer, are the cottages. Like, I know we've done some summer trips and stuff, but, I mean, those are all just so kind of distinct or unique within themselves. So, yeah. a recurring thing for summer was renting that cottage, yeah. What about you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I had the cottage as well, but I'm not going to go into that. Um, I am, like, such a fish um, that I would have to say I loved my summer job as a lifeguard. I I worked at an outdoor pool for four summers. I loved the people there. I loved the pool itself. It was a pretty kick-ass pool. And it was just such good vibes, and it was so much fun. And everyone, because it's just a summer job, everyone was essentially the same age, kind of going through similar, you know, life experiences, graduating high school, going to university, and everyone was all so nice. And just, I mean, the last summer that I was there, I was a pool supervisor with another guy, and he and I became just really close friends. Like, honestly, the other staff kind of were calling us like kind of brother-sister relationship sort of a thing. It was just it was just so much fun and we would do stuff outside of just the pool that summer and I I just I loved it. You're outside all the time. I just I do not have enough good things to say about that pool and my experiences at that pool. That's lovely. Yeah. So. No, it is. I mean, I think I think that's the thing though, right? Like I well, I think with both of us, I mean, there are things that where a, we were outside in, you know, in nature kind of a thing. And I think also, too, it's like places where we were able to just relax. And I mean, you were working, but relax and like be ourselves. Right. I, I and be, Yeah, that I was like, definitely. And I mean, I've always been a shy person. So when I was first there, the first summer I was there, like I worked part time. I, you know, mm-hmm. didn't really, I was probably one of the younger ones, like one of the youngest yeah. ones there. So I, I didn't feel super super comfortable but then like you know as time went on I became full-time lifeguard then I was giving swimming lessons and then I became you know a head guard and like and more and more at least for me it takes time to really warm up to individuals and become really really Mm -hmm. comfortable around people and then I can really start to be my authentic self and and really that's just like was the best you know like being able to be authentic self around a lot of people and not feeling insecure about anything like it was just yeah so great yeah, that's one of the best feelings, I think, is to feel like you belong to something. Yeah, I agree. I think, like, kind of us is actually a good transition. So one thing that I definitely want to talk about, um, it's kind of near and dear to my heart because it's something I've struggled with in the past, I'm sure so many other women and men have, is essentially when summer comes around, there's this whole idea of getting your body ready for summer, getting into summer shape, you know, getting for women, getting a bikini body, which such fucking bullshit. So yeah, I kind of want to talk about that. So first off, I guess like Fiona, what? Like we don't have to dive into what our own, I mean, we can if we wanted to like our own relationships with like body image and stuff, but 
what do you think of that idea and how do you think that we can try to shift mindset for women and for even men? Okay, that's a big-ass question that I definitely don't have the answers to. I mean, okay, obviously it's something I also struggle with. I mean, the idea, I even like this past spring, it was like, there's a lot of anxiety about like going out and like wearing shorts again or wearing even like t-shirts and stuff because you know with in Canada we're back in jeans and pants and jackets and you're all bundled up so you're not really showing your body as much as you do in the summer so there's definitely a lot of like anxiety and apprehension around that and of course you know in media you know in culture the idea of yeah get a body that's ready for the summer because that's when you're going to show it off and stuff and I mean for myself too like I don't have a lot of body confidence so for myself I don't really go swimming that much because I'm so insecure about being in like a bathing suit and stuff and so I mean those are kind of some of the struggles that I deal with in terms of changing mindset I mean I think it it can't just be pertaining to the summer specifically either though I think like it really does have to be holistic for your whole lifestyle and I think that you know if I don't think that you can really like work for a summer body I think that you have to be working on your health for you and not for aesthetics I mean Yes, you can work out and train and eat better, maybe do lose weight, do a calorie deficit if you're really insecure and that's what you want to do or you just want to do that, like that's what you, you feel like doing. Um, I don't know. It, it's a very complicated, not complicated, it's a very complex thing for every person yeah I don't know I don't know I'm kind of droning on what about you like what do, what do you I know you know you have had a like a worse relationship with food than I've ever had so I don't know what you think of it yeah I mean I think like the whole idea around you know just getting yourself ready for summer it's just it, well it's it's obviously like 100% diet culture um and it's such just like an unsustainable mindset to have. I mean, like if, you know, there are a bunch of people like advertising all these fucking, there's so many diets now. Like, like you can't, I, can't, I couldn't even name, you know, like yeah. the different diets that people will go on that are like six weeks or eight weeks and, you know, you're not eating a lot and you're, exor- you're over-exercising all to get a summer body that then once your eight weeks are up, like you're gonna reintroduce a piece of bread and it's not like it's not gonna be sustainable and it's so not for me what it comes down to is it's so not worth it it's so you're gonna be like ultimately if you feel insecure about your body image it's yes you know I think everyone is insecure about their body image at some level but I think it it really comes down to kind of just like looking inside of, of you and it's so much easier said than done in terms of, and, and I have found, you know, over this past year, I've done a shit ton of work on, you know, improving my relationship with food and eating. And I'm at a point now where I can kind of just listen to my body. Like, you know, I, yesterday I had like, I had dinner with a friend and I, I had like a piece of carrot cake. And today I was like, I kind of feel like a cookie and so I went and I got a cookie and I ate the damn cookie and I don't care you know like 
you just have to, and I mean, you know, and one day I'm going to feel like eating carrots and my body's just going to, and it, it again, and for me, I totally understand we're probably people that are in a more disordered kind of relationship with food right now are thinking like, Ugh, that's such bullshit page. Like, no, like I need the control. Right. And like, I've totally been there and I am still kind of there, but not nearly as much. Um, can, sorry, can I just ask, what do you mean by control? Because I know, like, we haven't really talked about this that much. I don't know as much yeah. about your experiences with this. So what do you mean by that? Control over what you're eating. So essentially, it's like, whether it's mm. control through calorie counting, which I did that, <laughs> you know, like, I was in my fitness pal, like, inputting what I was eating, and mm-hmm. and it becomes such a mindset of, like, oh, shit, like, I'm nearing my daily calories, like if I go over today, then I have to eat less tomorrow. And it's just all of this that it's like, okay, well, I need, or even like going out to eat sometimes was stressful because it's like, you can't control what you're putting on your, in your food because you're ordering a meal. Yeah. Right. So if you stay at home and you eat at home, you can control what you're buying, what you're, and that was something that was really hard for me when I moved out. I think I lost like a significant amount of weight when I moved out because I literally just kept not a whole lot of snacks, not a whole lot of granola bars or anything. Like it was very minimal what I would keep in my kitchen and that's because I was able to control that mm. um but I think that the other aspect of this whole you know body image summer thing is like and I'm noticing it more and more because of like where I live I I'm you know very fortunate my apart my condo complex like there's a pool like we have a pool there's a pool on the roof and it's mm-hmm. legit like across from my building so I can pretty much see everyone that goes up there and send tans and And this idea of comparing yourself to other people is, like, so prevalent in today's society. Um, Yeah. And it literally just robs you of happiness because you see someone and you're like, oh, my God, she's she's so skinny. Like, I want to look like that. And then it's just like this, you know, it's just you can't compare yourself to other people, honestly. Even if you did go on, if you wanted to, you know, and if you want to have, if you have aesthetic goals, like, there's nothing wrong with that. You just have to do it in a healthy way you can't be eating 1200 calories a day and think that's sustainable because it's not um to get a certain body because ultimately you're never going to be happy you know even if you were to get a certain body there's always going to be something there's always going to be something um yeah that you're not going to be happy with because you'll be comparing yourself to someone else so even if you dropped some weight and then you're going to be like oh well now i want a bigger bum so you know like there's always something Um, and again, comparison just, it's just, it's not worth it. I think it's really comes down to each person and their relationship with food and their body, which will dictate whether or not like they can feel like they can train or eat with aesthetics in mind. Yeah. I I think ultimately, like I am also, I think it's perfectly fine to have aesthetic goals again, as long as you're doing it in a healthy way. And as long as you're not bringing harm to yourself and you're doing it in a sustainable way I think that there's nothing wrong with that I think where it crosses a line is when society is essentially telling you that unless you get a certain body you're never going to be happy you're never going to meet someone you're kind of worthless like you cannot tie your worth yeah to your body image and I think that that's where it just gets so tricky because you become so caught up in and this is what I've experienced. You become so caught up in the whole, oh, well, is a guy ever going to like me if I'm, you know, like, I, I just need to get slimmer and, and someone will 
find me attractive. But ultimately, you have to be confident and you have to rock it. And yes, there's a physical attraction aspect to things, but ultimately, you know, humanity is very self-involved. Humans are very self-involved and people aren't really going to look twice at you. Like it's going to, it sounds kind of bad, but like no one actually really cares. I think I was just going to say, I think too, well, it's, you know, you've touched on it a bit, but with like Instagram and stuff too, I think like specifically with summer and like bikini pics and things like that. I think a huge issue too, though, is not just, okay, people can obviously edit pictures, you know, Photoshop them, yeah, make themselves look better. And, yeah. You have to keep that in mind. But I think the other thing too, obviously, is people pose in photos. Like there oh, are yeah. angles that you can hit yeah. to make yourself. So that person, if you actually just saw them in person in their bikini, their body is going to, you're going to have a different impression of it. If, yeah. When they're, they're sitting and they've got stomach rolls because almost every woman has stomach rolls when she sits down. That's why you never see a bikini photo with someone sitting down, but rather someone standing very tall with one leg in front of the other. You know, yeah, so like, 100%. you know, there, there, there's, there's aspects with that. The other thing I just thought of that I wanted to touch on was what makes summer really hard, I think, too, though, for body image stuff is this is a girl thing. So I don't know if guys are going to want to listen to this if they do listen to this, but, um, or even if girls, you can, you can jump over this, uh, but, uh, fucking good. What did you talk about? Okay. Well, in the summer, right? Girls wear very short things or, you know, bathing suits. And there's things to consider like a bikini line, right? Oh yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's get into this. So actually I have, I have. A very funny story to tell about this. Should I tell the story? Do you remember? Do you you kind of know yeah, what this yeah, is. Yeah. So, okay. Because, like, with girls, from very young age, we're taught you have to be hairless from the neck down, basically. Which is <laughs> absolutely not the case. Um, and I'm sorry, men. Armpit hair? Like, we have it. It exists. <laughs> and it's fucking painful to constantly be shaving your armpits. And your legs. And Especially your bikini your line. I'll just say, so... Listen, and, and there are ingrown hairs that you have to deal with everywhere. Not just your bikini line. So, like, Ew. I know. It's fucking painful. <laughs> and, like, it's like, I am literally in pain right now in the summer, sweating buckets, getting, like, a fucking friction rash in my armpit because <laughs> fucking society tells me that I can't have hair in my armpit. <laughs> it's infuriating. And, anyway, so, what I was to say... You know, when you're a girl and you're also in a bikini and things like that, like, you know, you have to shave or get waxed or whatever. <laughs> so I have this funny story how I got, accidentally got a Brazilian wax. You know, I was like, a couple summers ago, I was like, okay, well, I hate shaving. Like, let me, you know, I'm going to try to get a wax, like a bikini wax. Like, it'll just be, you know. Bikini line. Bikini line. Won't hurt too bad. Keep my underwear on the whole time. <laughs> It'll be fine. So I go, I book a bikini wax, which is also cheaper than a Brazilian wax. And then I go. So I go, I'm very nervous, but I go. And then I like, I follow her to her room. And she's like, okay, I'm going to step out and um, get completely undressed on the bottom, lie on the table, and put this little towel on yourself to cover yourself. And I'm kind of like, okay, I don't know why I have to take my underwear off, but I've never done this before, so... I'll, I'll just do what she says. So I'm like, okay. So I do it. And I've got this, like, towel. And, like, she told me also to be in this, like, cross, posi- like, cross position. Like, almost like you're sitting, like, um, cross-legged. Like, a, 
Yeah, frog, frog, that's it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So I do it, and I'm like, okay. And then she locks, she's like, can I come in? I'm like, yeah. So she comes in, and she's like, okay, let's see what we're working with. <laughs> and just whips the towel off of me. And so I'm buck-ass naked. And I'm like, well, besides my shirt, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like looking up at the ceiling. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, okay, like, I guess she just doesn't want me to get, like, wax on my underwear or something. Like, weird. <laughs> Or, like, on the towel, so whatever. <laughs> she whips it off, so I'm like, okay. And she's like, <coughs> she's like, okay. So, um, you need to, like, pull your stomach. Because this skin needs to be taut. Because otherwise, it can rip. And I'm, like, horrified. And I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? I'm like, okay, I'll pull my stomach. And, like, by now, she's freaked me the fuck out. She's like, because there could be bleeding, it could rip. I'm like, oh, my God. So, literally, I'm, like, barely breathing. And I'm, like, just pulling my stomach so hard. And she's like, okay. So, then she starts, you know. And I'm like, it's on the outsides. I'm like, okay, we're still fine. But I guess it'll, like, you know. <laughs> so, she does the outsides. And I'm like, okay, that kind of hurt. But whatever. <laughs> All of a sudden, she, and then all of a sudden, I just feel her put wax further in, and I'm like, there should not be wax there, there should not be wax there, and she's like, make sure it's taut, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening, and then she just rips, and it was the most painful thing I have ever experienced, and like, I'm, but I'm so terrified of her ripping my labia, that I'm like, holding my stomach and then she's like you know and she just keeps going keeps going and all this and I'm just like I can't even speak to be like I didn't want this I didn't want you to go this far I'm in so much pain she's like how are you doing I'm like fine and then the worst part is then she goes okay we're all down in the front lift your legs up and I'm like what does that mean? So I'm like, I'm like, okay. And so I kind of am like lifting my legs and she's like, okay. I'm, and then she pushes them back <laughs> towards my face. And she's like, we're just going to finish up in the back. <laughs> I didn't know they even waxed there. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then so she's like, I'm all done. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, you know, for your first time, you were so good. You didn't, like, you didn't see, like, you were in pain at all. You stayed still. You were so good. And I'm like, thanks. And then she leaves. And then oh there's, God, like, a little crying. mirror. There's a little, there's a mirror, right? So then I get up to, like, get changed. But then I'm like. I'm going to look at the mirror because I'm not sure what she just did to me. So then I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, okay, there's nothing left. So oh then I get God. changed. I was in shock. I was in complete shock. I walked out and they're like, it'll be this much. And of course, it's way more expensive. And I'm like, okay, and I'll pay for it. You know, I'm not going to say anything because I'm in shock. Literally. <laughs> You can't even walk afterwards. I was, like, swollen. I literally went home and put ice on my vagina. I was so much in pain. And that is what summer is, my friends, for women. It is putting ice on your vaginas, okay? After you go to a salon. 
So, oh yeah, that's the story God. of me accidentally getting a Brazilian wax because, <laughs> you know, I was too terrified to correct her after uh, she uh, decided to, that I needed a Brazilian and not a bikini wax. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm crying. I literally walked out of that place like the dog and Dr. Doolittle walked out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think that sums it up. <laughs> Well, now that that um, graphic storytelling um, is done, um, we're going to move on to kind of just, you know, to wrap up the summer 2021 theme, um, kind of just what Fiona and I are like looking forward to doing in the summer, what our kind of goals or intentions are for the summer. And yeah, so Fiona, you want to take it away? Sure. So uh, this summer is a bit different for me. So I am not doing school and I'm not probably not going to be working this summer and I will be taking an extended break for four months. Well, yeah, for four months um, for myself. I, you know, have been struggling with a lot of obviously like depression and anxiety and as we're kind of well we're going to talk about this on on another episode in more depth but um coming out of this pandemic you know for us at least in Canada I have a lot of social anxiety and I think that you know this summer has become a time for me to start doing a little bit of exposure therapy for myself to get myself back used to getting back into the world and going to campus for school because I will have some classes in person in the fall. Um, And so that's kind of the main goal for me this summer has been to rest, to take care of myself, prioritize my health, and um, work on myself. And so day to day, it's pretty boring. It's taking Guinness out. It's trying to get out of the house by myself. It's going to go get a coffee by myself. It's you know, working out, reading. I haven't read for myself in forever. And so, you know, it's it, it's pretty mundane. It's starting this podcast. That's new. Um, but that's kind of what this summer is for me. And that's what I'm doing. And those are my goals. It's to try to prepare myself for the fall and back to school. And, and you know, I'm in a position where I don't have to work. I'm privileged in that. So I'm taking it because I'm... <laughs> because I can, and so I'm going to take advantage. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I am doing this summer. Nice. Are you thinking... <clears throat> sorry. Um, are you thinking at all of, like... I know, like, when I'm in Ottawa, I always want to go stand up paddleboarding. Is that something you'd want to do? Like... Oh, yeah, I do. I do. I have to work up the courage to go by myself or whatever. I really yeah. badly um, want to take Guinness. Get him a little life jacket. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm probably going to do that when I take him into deep water. But uh, I got to get him swimming more, obviously. Uh, so yeah. try to do that again this week. Um, anyway, so that's all my summer is going to be. Um, it's boring, but it's really important. And I hope that other people can, if you can, take some rest. Because, you know, it's been really hard, but we need to rest and take care of ourselves right now. And even not when there's a pandemic going on. 
yeah, anyway, that, so that's my story. What about you, Paige? What are you doing this summer? What are your goals? I guess, okay, so I'm also, well, I'm in school this summer, so I'm <clears throat> studying for my CPA designation, so I have essentially the big exam in September, and I have all summer to study for that. So for me, it's going to be all about balance, doing schoolwork during the week, on the weekdays, but then stopping, not doing anything in the evenings, not doing anything on the weekends, and not feeling guilty about that, um, <clears throat> and trying out, you know, like, seeing friends on the weekend, maybe, you know, trying to get out of the city on the weekend if I can, like, next weekend I'm actually going to go hiking with a friend, which is going to be super fun. Yeah, that's um, nice. Yeah, and I mean, ultimately, you know what I would also really, really, really love? Um, I don't foresee myself doing really any international travel until at least 2022. Um, but I would really love to, after I've written my exam, and this is a bit less summer. I mean, it's in September, so it's still quite warm in September. Um, to be honest, I would really love to go to Vancouver and see Vancouver. And one thing I, I really want to try now that I've like, kind of taken up longboarding. I like I don't know where I could try this or do this, but I would really love to try wake surfing. I think you just need to go on a lake and have someone drive a boat. Yeah, okay. So you need to find that's exactly the, the easiest thing yeah, to go so like. just make find some white rich people <laughs> that own a cottage, own a boat, yeah. and uh, you're all set and you can uh, go on a lake and do that. Yeah. The other thing I'm, like, kind of thinking about, and again, we're going to touch more on this probably next episode or in a bit, but is going out more, um, so seeing friends out more, maybe start dating, um, I hate the app thing, but it's kind of how you do it nowadays, so, you know, maybe get over myself, get over it, and just get on an app. Um, and just kind of see what could happen because I am feeling a lot more confident in myself and like in what I like and like who I am as a person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of what I'm thinking right now. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. So I think that our summer 2021 goals can be simply put as balance. It's something that, you know, we both truly appreciate and try to live by. And, you know, I think that I have learned through a lot of therapy. So um, to anyone there who needs a little therapy tidbit, balance. Yeah. It's a really good thing. Um, yeah. In literally every aspect of your life and in your thinking and in your relationships, balance, 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 balance. So, um, yeah, that's good. I like that. Okay, so now we're going to do our final wrap-up. So, mm -hmm. I am so curious, Fiona, how did the cooking of the chicken shredded chicken sandwich go last week? Did you do it? Yes, I did it. Okay, um, I, I, okay I know you said last week, like, there's no cheating. You have to cut the slaw. You have to chop the cabbage. Okay, I cheated. Mom had already bought the ingredients, planning to do it herself, and we had, like, a broccoli slaw. I made the sauce for the slaw or whatever. Anyway. Oh, so you put mayo in it. <laughs> Get it. Shut up. I put in, like, salt and something else in the mayo to make it liquidy. What did I put in it? Apple cider vinegar, maybe? Yeah. I think I put apple cider vinegar in it. See, look at how great my memory is. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it was it was fine. Um, honestly, like, it's exhausting. Like, you're standing for so long cooking. Like, ugh, that's the most annoying part of it. 
no, it was all right. I managed. I was able to find the recipe, cook the chicken up, take it out, the onion in, then you put the garlic in, then you put the tomato paste in, then you put all the other stuff in like ketchup, passata, chili adobo, then you also put in your garlic powder, I think, and then you boil it, and then it thickens, and then you throw the chicken in, and you put it on for uh, simmer for like an hour. Very good. And then I shredded it all up. It was delicious. Very, very yummy. No, so it, it, it was pretty easy. I I got super hot because like it was hot out and then like you're standing over this pot forever. So yeah, and I was on my feet for so long that I just was like, I was tired. I was like, I don't really like this. Like I've just been standing for so long. I mean, I didn't like that when I worked retail. I had to stand for like five hours and I hated it. But then I had a job where I sat for like eight hours a day and I hated that too. So I mean, as long as I can stand and sit, I guess I'm okay. But um, yeah, it was all right. It was all right. It was it. You know, it was a pretty simple recipe. Yeah, I went easy hard. on you. Oh, you went easy on me. Great. Okay. You, well, thanks to you. Now I have to make a meal every week. <laughs> yes, I love it. Okay. Yeah. So that's how the cooking went. Uh, success. I would say it was a success. Okay. So I'm going to give you a challenge now because uh, your turn. I'm honestly terrified. Yeah, well, okay. I, honestly, I didn't really know what to do because, like, okay. I don't really know what you struggle with. So, Nothing. from converse, obviously, from conversations today that happened, my challenge to you is for the next week, you need to, you must, you must go to your pool on the rooftop and have a conversation with someone. Oh, fuck off. Or slash say hi to someone. Okay. Or give them a compliment. One of the three. Start a conversation. Say hi. Just say, I like your bathing suit. Nice six pack. <coughs> you know? Is that F SPF 50? Can I borrow some? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Hop in the pool and go. Could it be a kid? No! <laughs> Sorry, that was so loud. My, like, thing went, like, red. Um, no, it cannot be a child. It has to be someone around your age that looks around your age. If you want to do the kid first to help work your way up to the person your own age, then yes, you can do that. But that is my goal for you. Just say hi. Hi. Smile. That's it. Hi. I'm Paige. Hi. I'm single. I'm no. great. You could say that, too. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Okay, sure. I'll uh, give that a go and report back. I think you can do it. Yeah, I think I can do it too. All you have to do is say hi and smile. You never know. Okay, well that's that's it for us for this week. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it. I know I got a fucking laugh out of it. Um, and yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk again next week. Some um, quick admin. Quick admin. Yeah. So we've started an Instagram account. We have, like, I think four followers, so, like, we're doing yeah. great. It's swearing through our 20s. Um, yeah. So give us a follow. Yeah, and we'll be posting, like, photos of, like, the challenges and have resources and, like, post resources for some of the stuff that we talk about. Yeah, so that, that's just, that's that's the... Please follow us on any listening platform that yeah. you listen to podcasts on. Leave a review if you can. Only if you like good. it. Yeah, don't leave <laughs> yeah. a review if you don't like our podcast. Just ignore this part of it. Just give us a five-star I mean, if review. you're still listening to this, you probably still like it, but 
I don't know. Anyway, it would be great. Um, I think that's what all podcasters say, isn't it? Yeah. Leave a review, leave a review in Apple Podcasts. It really helps the channel grow and <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Okay, bye, everybody. See you next week. Bye.